Welcome to the Lovecraft Tales, a brief fictional interlude to tide you over until the next episode of the Lovecraft Tapes. Enjoy. Evelyn hung up her phone. Dan seemed pretty upset about the photos he'd sent her via email. Scared, in fact. It wasn't like him to act so serious. His urgency compelled her to delete the photos as she'd promised. But she couldn't quite do it. Not yet. She stared at her computer screen. The book seemed to gloat. The deep red leather cover grinning like parched bloody lips between which stained yellow teeth clenched a multitude of secrets. And on the front, the silvery script shimmered. My life. The book wanted to speak, she knew. It wanted to tell its tale, press close to her ear, and whisper histories beyond imagining. All incredible, all true. Evie's nose bumped against the computer screen, startling her. She'd been unconsciously leaning closer and closer to the image of the book. My life. Whose? She wanted to know more. Her mouse cursor hovered briefly over the delete button once more. Instead, she slid it over the archive button and pressed. Dan's email disappeared safely from her inbox to the nebulous holding tank where old messages go to die, or perhaps live again. She locked the computer and stood up from her desk. It seemed colder in the library than it had earlier, probably nothing more than the air conditioning unit striving to keep the August temperatures at bay. Still, she shivered, drawing her sweater tighter around her shoulders. Nobody else was in the library. Sunday noon during a break wasn't exactly prime time for study. Except for the occasional overachieving graduate student, things were pretty quiet on summer weekends. She walked back to the break room and retrieved her brown bag lunch. Tuna salad on wheat, a banana, yogurt, tomato juice. The same thing most days, and she liked it that way. Consistency and constancy, qualities upon which to hang your hat. A noise outside in the hall. She turned, strained to hear, paper sacks still clutched in her hands. It sounded like... breathing? An old man, breathing. That's ridiculous, she thought, and strode to the doorway, looking down the hall back toward the front desk. No one there. Turning, she squinted the other way, toward the basement stairs, where the empty corridor seemed darker than usual. Cool air blew against her face. Hello? She called out, immediately feeling foolish. Her grip tightened on the lunch she'd packed just this morning. Do you need help finding anything? Silence met her query. The darkness stared back blankly, a dare or an invitation. Before she realized, her feet were carrying her in that direction. In the basement were special collections, other books of note, of power even. Under lock and key, most of them, and most of them assembled on dustless shelves in vacuum-sealed containers long before she'd become head librarian. Administration, in fact, had warned her to be very careful when retrieving certain tomes of antiquity and that they must always be notified beforehand for approval. And now she was descending the steps, the lilting scent of aged parchment tickling her nostrils, alighting in her mind the mysteries of bygone eras, eons of unknown origin. That breathing sound seemed louder down here. Soon, she stood at the bottom of the staircase, face to face, with a heavy wooden door that led to the antechambers beyond. 
With some relief, she realized she'd left her keys upstairs in her desk drawer and wouldn't be able to unlock the portal unless she returned topside. Good, she thought. Enough of this nonsense. Yet, she leaned closer to the door, pressed her ear against it, listened. On the other side, the rough, ragged breath of a very old man wheezed like a gasping mechanism, winding down to its final moments. Impossible. The store was always kept locked. She tried the handle. It wouldn't budge. From beyond, a dry, rattling chuckle. Evelyn flinched, dropping her luncheon in her haste to recoil from whatever lurked past the locked door. She bent to retrieve the spilled contents, noting with distaste that the banana had blackened and split. The peel ruptured to reveal the bruised fruit beneath. It had been green and firm this morning, the way she'd liked it. How had this putridity crept in? She hurriedly dropped it back into the bag, wondering if she might just as well head down to the new Mexican restaurant for lunch instead. They had wonderful taco fish. Taco fish? She shook her head. No, fish tacos. Yes, that's what she'd meant. A feeling of dark oppression suddenly lifted from her mind. What was she doing standing down here? By the time she makes it back to her desk, a young woman is waiting. It is Carolyn, an English major, who helps out at the library from time to time. For the first time, Evelyn notices the girl has a trim, athletic build. Lovely, she thinks. I wonder what she looks like naked. Immediately, her face grows hot as the alien sensation of lust overcomes her. Hi, Miss Long, Carolyn greets her. Anything you need me to do this afternoon? Evelyn deposits the spoiled lunch into the wastebasket, retrieves her keys, and heads towards the front door, barely acknowledging the student as she departs. Just man the front desk, if you don't mind. I'm stepping out for a bit. Back soon. Outside, she catches her breath. What the hell is happening to me? As the heat dissipates, draining from her like a lanced boil, she thinks again about the book. My life. Surely there is more research to be done. Dan might not need or want her to continue delving for answers, but questions of her own had begun to surface. Maybe she could enlist a certain pliable, good-natured English student to assist. She began walking down the block toward the restaurant, wondering what secrets might be hiding behind Carolyn's angelic smile.